0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Could Indiana be the first state to outlaw abortion? I recently attended uh, Operation Save America's pro-life rally at the Indiana State Capitol. Today we interviewed John Jacob on the state of legislation and Pastor Ante Pavkovic outside Planned Parenthood.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps.
1: I just want to invite uh, Chaps to come on up over here, and uh, he's going to open us up with a word of prayer. Chaps, come on over, brother. Good morning. God bless you in Jesus' name. Would anybody be offended if I prayed in Jesus' name? Is that okay with you? All right. I'm going to pray and I'm going to quote from Psalm 139. This is a pro-life Psalm and I want us to just bring our attention to the Lord this morning. The Lord is present and he is leading us and he is the reason we are here. Amen. And let's pray. Almighty God, our father in heaven, we turn to you this morning and we represent your people, and we repent. And Father, if if the salt loses its saltiness, what good is it? But Father, we are here to represent you and your salt. And Father, if the church loses its holiness, if we no longer stand for life, then who will in this nation? Nobody, Father. So we are here as your representatives for life. Father, we ask your blessing on the state of Indiana. We stand here in front of the State House. And God, we stand as a proxy. We stand to interpose on behalf of those unborn babies who cannot speak here today. We are their voice. And Father, we are not only a voice to political power, but God, we are a voice to you. God, we are your voice and we speak back to you today. God, we even speak back your words. In the Psalms in 139, God, you wrote to us through King David that you created our inmost being. God, you knit us together in our mother's womb. So God, we praise you because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, God, we know that full well. Our frame was not hidden from you, God, when you made us in the secret place. When we were woven together in the depths of the earth, God, you and your eyes saw our unformed bodies. All the days ordained for us were written in your book before one of them came to be how precious to us God are your thoughts how vast is the son of them father in heaven we pray in Jesus name for the end of abortion in our lifetime God we pray for an end to the genocide God I pray that it would begin right here with the people of Christ who love God with all of our heart soul mind and strength And Father, we interpose and we intercede and we ask, we come before your throne today to ask for an end to the Holocaust here in Indiana. Let this be the first state in America that abolishes abortion entirely. And God, we pray that when that time comes, that they would look back at the seeds that are sown in this city by the prophetic voice the prophetic witness and the intercessory prayer that began here on this day in this place and they will say this is where the tide was turned. God we ask you for your mercy and God we know there is judgment coming and yet God we ask you to be patient with us to have mercy on us to pour out your grace to save our souls, Father, and to save the souls of every legislator who votes in that state house. Father, we pray they would repent and vote for life. We pray for a passage of the personhood legislation that has been brought to committee time and time again and has been rejected and refused. Father, we pray they would pass the right law that would eventually overturn Roe versus Wade at the U.S. Supreme Court. Let Indiana take the lead and let the people of God proclaim justice to the entire nation. Father, in closing, I ask your blessing on Operation Save America, all the leaders here, that we will take this not only to Indiana but from state to state to state, to Washington state next year, to every other state in America, Father, I pray that the anointing of God will be on these leaders to continue the march and to continue the message. God, give us revival. Everybody say revival. God, give us victory. Victory. Jesus is Lord.
2: Jesus is Lord.
1: In Jesus' name, amen.
3: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
0: Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to
1: invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God. But we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit
0: PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now.
1: I wanna make a special offer available to our television viewers, and it's our new exclusive limited edition In God We Trust wall calendar. This is good through June of 2019, and we're running out, so you really need to pick up the phone. Why would you want an inspiring calendar? Well, listen. It's got quotes from many of our past presidents, starting with General George Washington, Abe Lincoln, Dwight David Eisenhower, President Ronald Reagan, even George W. Bush. Anytime they talked about their faith, we captured it. And put their quotes on a calendar you can hang on your wall. Please pick up the phone today and call us at 866 Obey God. For your gift of just $15 plus $4 shipping, we will rush you this calendar and inspire you in the months ahead. Call us at 866 Obey God or write to us right now at P.O. Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. Enclose your best donation and we'll ship you this calendar right away.
0: Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Hey, this is Dr. Chaps. We're here at the Indiana State Capitol today where pro-life protesters are out on the street with signs. I'm going to do a slight panorama here. You can see we are at the Capitol. Here is the dome, right? And now we're going to interview my new friend, John Jacob, right here with me, who is going to explain the Indiana State legislation which would have made abortion illegal. So John, welcome to the program. I'm so glad to have you here.
2: It's good to be here. So talk
1: up a little bit. I okay. want you to yes. explain what happened in Indiana. You were a state official at one point, and you were also a pro-life lobbyist. I want to say an activist, but you also went in and talked to legislators this year. What happened in the state house?
2: Well, in the state house, they, they start the legislative session in January and went through March. Uh, Representative Kurt Nisley had authored a bill called the Protection Act Conception Bill, which would have criminalized abortion and which would have abolished abortion in the state of Indiana. That bill was actually introduced into the Public Policy Committee. Uh, the head of that Public Policy Committee was Representative Ben Smaltz. Representative Ben Smaltz claims to be an evangelical Christian, Republican, pro-life, and Republican uh, Representative Smaltz actually killed that bill We talked with him repetitively, pleading with him to actually have the bill heard and voted upon in the committee. He was animate that he would not allow the bill to be heard. And he was responsible basically single-handedly for for killing the bill in his own committee. And once the bill was dead in committee, it would never reach the floor of the House of Representatives nor the the Senate. So wait a minute.
1: This was a personhood bill which defines life at conception. That's correct. And yet it was opposed by Republicans and pro-life
2: legislators? That's correct. One of the one of the actual representatives that were on that same committee was also a Baptist pastor, and he also was animately opposed to that bill being passed. And also we had talked with other representatives, senators and representatives within the Indiana legislative branch, and they had said that they would not support the bill.
1: So, Republicans who claim to be pro life, they campaign for our votes, they say they want to stop abortion, but then when they come to the State House, they're not pro life. They oppose personhood uh, abolition kind of legislation, uh, and there were also Christian lobbyists who opposed the
2: bill. Explain that. Yes. So, the, the Republicans typically were saying that uh, two, two things. One, they were, they were concerned that the incremental laws on the books. Uh, which were the, you know, you have to wait 24 hours to get an abortion or you have to get an ultrasound. So they were concerned that all those bills would go away. Well, the author of the bill knew that was an issue. So he actually built in a clause that if the bill was struck down in the courts, so in other words, if it passed through the legislative branch, but actually had to go to the courts and challenged in the courts, which it probably would be, that that bill would actually go back to pre-protection at conception. So it was the best of both worlds. They had everything to gain, nothing to lose. but. In addition, they were concerned that the federal government would also come down on the state of Indiana. In addition, Indiana Right to Life specifically was responsible for making sure that bill got struck down. They did not want that abolition bill to go through, to be passed.
1: So wait a minute. Indiana Right to Life is not pro-life. They are against personhood legislation, and in, in this case, they killed the bill that would have abolished abortion in Indiana
2: in essence correct i mean they would say that they're pro life as you know they would say that they're for the abolition of abortion but again they're wanting to say they're ultimately wanting to go the incremental route they do not want bills that would actually criminalize abortion and say that abortion is actually murder they are against such bills they have stated as such
1: so who was who was the hero what was the state rep who carried this good legislation and tried to get it done
2: It's Representative Curt Nisley. He is is the one who authored this bill, not only in this previous session in 2018, but also in 2017. That was the first year that he authored the bill. And uh, he had some co-authors. I think he had one or two co-authors last year, but they stepped back uh, because of some other issues where that Representative Nisley had been pushing for uh, constitutional carry. And some of the other legislators were very much against that, so were upset with him. So they distanced themselves from him.
1: Now is Indiana a Republican State House and State Senate?
2: I believe that it is.
1: That's what controlled you mean. So the committee chairman was a Republican and could have passed this out of committee?
2: That's correct.
1: And yet the Republican committee chairman killed the pro-life personhood legislation?
2: That's correct. Boy, that's really disappointing. And we had talked with him repetitively. Myself and some other pastors and evangelists had talked with him and some other of the representatives in that committee, some people who were outside of the committee, and could not garner support.
1: So when you say they're worried about the federal government coming down, are they worried about federal courts? What are they saying?
2: I believe that they're afraid that 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 we cannot buck Roe versus Wade, that the federal government will actually sue the state of Indiana. And the one of the representative uh, Smaltz, again, who was the head of that committee, he specifically said that. They were concerned about a lawsuit from the federal government and that the state of Indiana could not weather such a lawsuit from the federal government. They would not win it. Uh, They could not deal with the issue of the money needed to uh, defend the case. We had a a Christian legal group that actually said that they would defend the, the bill to the Supreme Court if necessary, if Indiana would not, and they still would not support.
1: So they're worried about Roe versus Wade ultimately because that is being interpreted as if it is law and it's used in federal court as a precedent to strike down good legislation.
2: That's correct. I mean, there's other details here in the state of Indiana. Representative uh, Smaltz, again, who's the one who killed that bill, he was very concerned about, he knew the exact judge that the the court that it would the bill would actually go to if challenged. He knows that, that court that judge is a very liberal judge and he was concerned that it would be worse if the bill was passed and then uh, went into her court.
1: So last question, what are you doing out here today?
2: Well, we are with Operation Save America, and there's a bunch of people that have come from all over the nation for their national event here in the state of Indiana. And people from all over the nation have come here to stand for the unborn, to plead for the life of the unborn, to, to call for the abolition of abortion, to call magistrates to fulfill their biblical duty to defend its citizens and also to preach the gospel so that people can know how to be saved.
1: Amen. What is the website? Is it Operation Save America? Yes, correct. OperationSaveAmerica.org. Yes. All right, John Jacob, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Thank you, Chaps.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent
1: babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe v. Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org
0: and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now.
3: Are you frustrated at the direction your country is headed? Are you ready to fight for a cause and change the world? Do you believe God has called Christians to make a difference? Announcing a new book by Chaplain Gordon Klingenschmidt entitled, How to Liberate the World in 30 Days, a step-by-step guide to take back your country. Dr. Alan Keyes wrote the foreword saying, This book needs to be placed in the hands of every millennial and Bible-believing pastor in America. In How to Liberate the World in 30 Days, Gordon Klingenschmitt equips you with 30 powerful political tools in a 30-day devotional. His 15 inspiring true stories of political victory prove the effectiveness of these methods. You don't even need to get elected to take back your government. By becoming the media, gathering petitions, building an army, and prayerfully fighting the right enemy, you can reverse bad laws and help establish the kingdom of God right now. But if you read this book, you just might get elected, too. Order your copy today. It's available in the Superstore at WND.com on Amazon. And you can get the first chapter free right now if you visit the website SchoolofLiberty.org. Again, that's SchoolofLiberty.org. That's SchoolofLiberty.org. It's time to take back your country.
0: empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: This is Dr. Chaps. We're live at the Planned Parenthood in Indianapolis where we're about to interview Pastor Ante Pavkovic. He is an ordained minister with Operation Save America. He is here leading a week-long protest, a, a gospel proclamation outside of Planned Parenthood here in Indianapolis trying to stop abortion and persuade women who go in to get an abortion to change their mind. Let's now talk to Ante Pavkovic. Pastor Ante, I'm so honored to have you on our program. Uh, Why are you here in front of Planned Parenthood?
4: Well, the most obvious reason is that they murder babies here and they lie about it. They lie about what a pregnancy is. The Bible tells us that when someone was pregnant the term was with child. Mary was with child. Elizabeth was with child. And science has proven that, and they all know what they're doing, that they're killing babies for money. So this is a diabolical death cult. We've come here to offer help to women, true help, doctors, adoption agencies, the crisis pregnancy center is next door. And most importantly, the good news of Jesus Christ, that sinners that we all once were can be rescued out of their sinful life. And they can learn how to live righteous, holy lives in obedience to Jesus Christ. The reason why we're at this particular one is because churches in Indianapolis have invited Operation Save America, that's been doing pro-life ministry for many decades, to come and help them and model what we do all over the nation, to encourage them and bring you know, our wealth of experience, the anointing that we function under by the Holy Spirit, to bear on the streets and in the services that we're in, and help them and fire them up to eradicate abortion in Indianapolis. Well, let me ask, um,
1: have you seen any victories recently? Any, any positive news to report? Oh, well,
4: we actually did have one today. A woman pulled in here uh, rather uh, recklessly and uh, cussed us out and, and then she, she left, she came back again and then she parked over there and marched up to us and started giving us a piece of her mind and defending Planned Parenthood. And she even told us she had an abortion So some of us went to prayer right away for her, while a couple of the women began to minister to her. And over a period of about 10 or 15 minutes, the Lord changed her heart and her disposition. She calmed down and we were able to reason with her and have a good conversation. And by the end of it, she was like happy and smiling and hugging us. And she left totally changed, transformed by God. And through the witness of our people, and we're hoping and believing that she's going to come back to the Lord. She, she had a Southern Baptist background and actually talked to her just before she left and told her we loved her. And it was not time to come back to Jesus and come back to what she heard as a child. And so she came here angry and hateful and railing against us. She left hugging us and happy and smiling. It was an amazing miracle to see in, in about a period of 15 minutes. And that was a miracle. And that happened just today but okay. you've been doing this for
1: years sure. um have you ever met some of the mothers who changed their mind and and stopped an abortion or have you ever met some of the babies that were later born because of your protests
4: yes well we preach we're proclaiming and um some of the women we've been in touch with in charlotte and actually some of the pictures that we ha- show the big the big boards that we have saved from an abortion Those are actual children that were saved in Charlotte. So we took their pictures, we blew them up and we show them to the people that are coming. These are actual babies that were saved that we know that we've been in contact with for years and we're so grateful. Yes, in Charlotte, you know, the last few years, we have averaged 500 babies saved in a year. 500 moms have changed their minds
3: on average the
4: last three or four years through our efforts in Charlotte, and we're so grateful to God. It's like unheard of numbers we're so grateful to. So yes, God is moving. Now, one of the methods you use is to hold up
1: these posters. And this is a little bit controversial because it shows the bloody remains of an aborted fetus, which is Latin for baby.
4: And I wonder why do you hold up these kind of posters? Well, for a number of reasons, but first of all, because Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics are not only murderers, but they're liars and murderers. As Jesus said, Satan's a liar and a murderer. And being dutiful little children of Satan, their industry is lying and murder. And so with one horrible photo, which we acknowledge, we hate these pictures that we have to show. Moms see the truth about what abortion does to children. And many times women take one look at the photos. They begin to cry and they change their minds and we're also out here to shame to expose what they're really doing this isn't some little procedure they are murdering babies and they're lying about it so we are showing it we're letting people see what abortion is and our hope is that the heart of our nation will change and we will end abortion in these United States of America
1: Pastor if there's a a viewer who wants to get involved, they want to learn more about your ministry. Do you have a website or how
4: do, how do people participate? Just, just Google OperationSaveAmerica.org All the information is there, the contact information and many articles that will help you know the truth about abortion, what we do, the science behind it. Science is not on the side of the abortion industry. All science supports what we're saying and what we're doing. And so go on that website. Everything you need is there. And come and join us in this glorious gospel work of being salt and light and trying to rescue children and moms from this evil that's called abortion. Amen. Amen. This is Dr. Chaps, and we just interviewed
1: Pastor Ante Pavkovic. He is an ordained minister with Operation Save America. We'll be right back.
3: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
0: Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition
1: to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe v. Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's
0: PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
4: I want to close us out in prayer. Father, thank you so much for your presence. You have been with us powerfully all day. Lord, you, you changed that woman's heart towards us, God. And we are so grateful for Meg and the miracle that you did for her. Right in this driveway, Lord, that we all got to see the power of the Holy Spirit change someone. And so, Lord, we bless you. God, we honor you. Thank you that your presence is here as we praised you and cried out to you, proclaimed your good news, and offered every avenue of help and hope to these men and women that is available. Lord God, they're, they're without excuse. And God, finally, our prayer is that you shut this death cult down in the name of Jesus Christ. May it be no more. Go in Jesus' name. Does everyone agree with that? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, brothers and sisters.
1: Today, I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today.